it's pretty complex, but there's this whole part in the middle where it's like, you know, when you're starting out in business, you're trying to get ahead. Mm. And then like the next stage is like, you're trying even harder to get even more ahead. And it's like, event, and then when things really start to go, it's like, you try to get your team ahead and right. it flips where you're pushing them up the hill now, instead of climbing yourself up the hill. I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be. And that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Vault. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Growth Vault podcast. How the heck are you? I'm joined by my good friend, Brandon Vaughn, business partner. We've went to battle together in business. We're also just <laughs> battling through life as being dads and, and men and and we love each other very much. And I'm joined by my high school sweetheart, Ashley Latimer. Um, and we're finishing out uh, part five of a really fun series where we're talking about the five stages of family legacy, but this applies to business too, right? You have uh, identity, intimacy, targets, community, and growth. Now, my definition of growth for the purposes of this conversation, what we mean when we say growth is taking action or stepping into the darkness or jumping off the cliff to build the plane. It's when you do the thing that makes you want to throw up a little. It's when you challenge yourself and, you know, because think about it. If your identity is, is in alignment, you get that cleaned up, not perfect, but cleaned up. You get your intimacy cleaned up. You, you, you say the things you should have said to your spouse and let them say it to you. You muscle through it and you got a warm fuzzy going on. Okay, good. Then you're in the right uh, goal setting strategy. You get things laid out. They're written down. Your budget exists. Then you're in the right community surrounded by people that want to level up. Can you see how these things stack on top of each other to form the basis of your rocket and the rocket fuel is you taking action, right? It's the real verb part where you, you go for it. I'll just let Brandon take it from there. I mean, with all that being said, what, what do you got to say on growth and how important it is and what people should do? I think um, uh, growth is such a big part of our core values, not only in all the businesses that I have, we have ascend as one of our core values. Um, you know, we just want everyone to always be leveling up both professionally and personally. Uh, growth is a huge part of our family culture. We level up is one of our family core values. We're always using every single day. We're always saying like, you know, Hey, what's your level up activity for the day? What are you doing today to level up? So growth is such a huge part of our lives. And it's so funny when you start getting and encouraging all of your employees on your team to constantly be growing, two things happen. One, they actually do start growing and they have you to thank for it. So then now they're hyper loyal. They're appreciative. They, um, you know, retain them longer. They refer their job to all their family and friends. And two, your business naturally grows because of it, because now you have people on your team that are able to add in more value and add in more skill sets and more resources. So growth to me is a really passionate topic. I love talking about. I also notice that when a business owner really commits and, and goes for it, uh, it kind of purges their organization too, right? Because you can't hide as an employee inside of an organization where the owner <laughs> says, that's it. We're flipping the tables upside down. We're changing it. We're growing. We're going to crush it. Everyone's making more money. We're yeah. creating more opportunity. This is the new normal. 
it's like the cockroaches scattering when you turn the light on in a bedroom, right? It's like the employees that aren't growth minded will be exposed really quick, but it starts with your leadership, right? It's true. Yeah. And I think that growth and resiliency are intertwined together, you know, being more resilient to, um, you know, doing hard things and being uncomfortable. Like when you work out at the gym, the way to grow your muscles is literally to tear them first. Like you have to tear them down. And this is like being uncomfortable is a natural byproduct of growing. And the people that are very, very comfortable, comfort breeds complacency and complacent, does. comfortable employees just looking for a comfortable job. Mm-hmm. They're ones that struggle very, very quickly and they will fight against you growing because it makes them uncomfortable and they don't like to be uncomfortable. So people mm-hmm. that are growth minded are actually comfortable with uncomfortability too, which is important. Yeah. I picture like a, a 73 year old office admin for a service company who's uses index cards to write down all the customer information. <laughs> and then you come in one day and you say, Bertha, we got ourselves a CRM. And she says, Oh, we don't need that CRM stuff. We've been doing this for years. And you're like, Nope, we're leveling up. We're doing a CRM and Bertha will fight you to the death, <laughs> not do the CRM. Yeah. Uh, that's a silly example, but that's totally true. Are you going to say something? No, I was just going to say, if you're not growing, you're dying. I just think of stagnant pond when you're mm. not growing. Yeah. Just grossness. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's good. Another thing about growth is just doing scary stuff. So have you ever done scary stuff and what results have, that has that produced? Right. I mean, you have a Guinness world record. Remember the home service super summit. Dude, that was which, scary. Which we did, was that a year ago, year and a half ago? Hey man, in fact, I actually have it hanging up right here on my wall. Yes. 21, 21,000 people. That was the scariest event I've ever, ever hosted. It was terrifying. <laughs> yes. So for years, um, before Brandon and I were partners, I have, I still have the mind map from like 26, 17, probably or something. I had this little mind map for uh, home service, super summit idea. And just to give you some insight into how Brandon's brain works, you know, at some point we had come up with that. Well, he actually implemented it, had 20,000 people show up and got a Guinness world record. I just have it on my mind map. Anyway, um, (laughs) you helped me out tremendously with that. No, no. But what I'm saying is um, you have to step into the darkness. You put capital at risk. You put your reputation at risk. You could look stupid. You don't know if people are going to show up for this. There's not like a book on how to host a Guinness world record summit. Step one, you know, you have to just figure it out. There is no guidebook. There's no instruction manual. That's one silly example. We have tons of them. What do you think? Um, I I think that I want to talk about, because like both you and I, we've, we've been really blessed to be able to do really huge epic things. And we've have the, the scars, you know, the war stories and everything along the way that too, it's growth is not easy. And I remember um, even like doing this whole map to a million thing where I recorded these videos. And one of the comments in there was like, you know, wow, you just make this look so easy. And even though I did an episode that was literally called hell week, because it was so stressful and so like, you know, challenging. So not only do you have to get really, really uncomfortable, one of the biggest parts of, of growth to me is growing your team. I don't know anyone that has a, a large business that is purely off of the back of just themselves or has a lot of time freedom and just has it off of the back of themselves. So yeah. like, it's, it's so cool. We have this cool milestone that's coming up. Our first garage floor that we ever did is coming up here in just like a couple months. 
first garage floor ever of this new floor coatings company. And we're going to like all get together as, as partners and like get a picture on the floor and everything. Like exactly one year later, we'll, we'll have five locations by the time that comes in, like in 12 months, being able to like get for that. They're like the growth trajectory that we're going right now is crazy. And the number one biggest secret to it is I hire as fast as I possibly can and hire people and just like add them onto the team and get them trained up and just like get more and more people. So I think that growth is really, really linked to growing your team. That's true. Alex Sharfin has this framework. I don't have it memorized. I think you can just Google it. It's called the, the billionaire code. It's pretty freaking cool. And Alex has been on the podcast before. It's pretty complex, but there's this whole part in the middle where it's like, you know, when you're starting out in business, you're trying to get ahead. Mm. And then like the next stage is like, you're trying even harder to get even more ahead. And it's like, event, and then when things really start to go, it's like, you try to get your team ahead. And right. it flips where you're pushing them up the hill now, instead of climbing yourself up the hill, mm-hmm. obviously that has to happen for you to do something significant. You got to have a team, you got to have the people. Um, but us as the leader, we have to be willing to, I keep saying step into the darkness. That's like my phrase right now. It's like in my brain because I think it's so <laughs> epic. So not to be totally redundant, but that's what it feels like. You know, um, I was reading the Bible and, you know, you read the scripture where Jesus is like, give us our daily bread. Lord. And we've read it 500 times. You're like, okay, that's cool. But one day that hit me like a lightning rod. I was like, wait a second. We're supposed to pray for 24 hours worth of food at a time. Mm. That breaks every American's brain, right? Because we're like, please, Lord, give me a 12.9 annualized return on my 401k. And give me <laughs> seven months of runway for my new venture, right? But the point is, as an entrepreneur, it feels like um, you can see about two feet in front of you at a time. Right. When you're dealing in like reality. Now, when you're in dream vision mode, you can see all this uh, but when you get down to nuts and bolts, you can't freaking see what to do. And you're so guessing true. a lot of times. Uh, and the people that just trip, stumble and fall their way forward, they're the ones that win. Mm-hmm. One of the things, and I'll stop ranting, uh, that drives me nuts, Brandon, is when someone who has not achieved a lot because of their own fear, their own whatever, will just dismiss all of someone else's pain and suffering when they see the success, mm-hmm. you know, my, the famous growth vault quote from when I first started, everyone sees the wine, but no one sees the crushing of the grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just easy to look at someone with a nice car or something. Um, most people that have nice cars can't afford them and it's all fake anyway, but anyway, but let's assume this person's actually successful and just dismiss it and be like, Oh, that guy got lucky. Oh, he must've done something bad. That drives me nuts. I don't know if it drives me you too. Nuts. Yeah, but- absolutely. It does. I think it's, it's, it's so, it's so tough because, this is the environment that we're surrounded with in social media. And it's easier now than ever for people to justify why they don't have something. And it's also human nature to do that. Like anyone that I love the, the, the saying that uh, anyone that's trying to pull you down is beneath you always like anyone that anyone that's trying to pull you down is always, always, always beneath you. That's how they're actually able to like physically pull you down is they have to physically be beneath you. Right. And, and I think that, uh, it's, it's difficult when that is this big feedback loop that you have as a, anything, a husband, a, a you know, a, a dad, a, a business person is when you're surrounded by people that are just constantly saying like, well, you know, you can't do that. And this is why I don't have that. And why you aren't going to be able to make it sustainable is because of this, 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 and that, and that's, that's a hard place to be. Yeah. And as we kind of round things out here and so to let you go, I have one thing real quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll say mine after yours. Go ahead. I was going to say, 
all of the things that I've done with business, even doing the very first AGS event, I would felt totally underqualified. I would tell myself, have you ever wanted to change the world? That's what I would tell myself to be brave and to be courageous and to grow. And every time it's grown me, it loops back to identity. The first one that we talked about Mm -hmm. because it's built trust in myself. Every time I've done the risky thing and I've grown, I develop trust in myself and I start develop confidence to Mm -hmm. confide in myself. And Mm -hmm. so it does the super loop of legacy. After you go to growth, it builds up your identity to go back through the loop again. That's true. That's good. Um, remember AGSX? Remember when we were doing that, like freaking out in the back room? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh gosh, I remember my wife. Please, I help these people. Like, this is like it was so so scary and terrifying. Yeah, and that was just me watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ashley like, was in her face and pray for every attendee. And like, I had literally just had a baby too. Yeah, like a month before. Yeah, a month to the day when the people started showing up. And we had like, only moved in our house for a couple months. I know we had to buy furniture immediately. It was crazy because we just moved. That was back a really scary street. thing. But yeah, now we've done a bunch of events. Oh. We feel very strong and confident in that. And it's like the first time you go on stage, yeah. the first time anything. you do anything like that. So what, what my final thought to end it out, to get your, my final comment to get your final thought is some people are hyper growth obsessed. I also work with people. They have no problem going fast. Okay. I mean, they will steamroll everything but they do it at the detriment of relationships, mm. self-care, everything else. Yeah. And so the purpose is really this whole interview series is like, it's about doing things in the right order, right? I'll happily push pause on growth and happily push pause on my community and yes. happily not care about my goals. If something's out of whack with my relationship with my wife, my kids, yes. or just my own mental state, right? Yeah. So the whole not burn your family to the ground while you grow thing, that's why we put them in this order, you know, get your mindset right, your, your identity, then get your intimacy, make sure your family unit strong has to be its foundational. And, and then, you know, set some real targets and then get around the right people and then go step into the darkness and do the stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to people that are doing that and uh, thinking it'll be all worth it, but maybe we'll wake up one day and say it wasn't worth any of it. I agree with that a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think that more, it, it, it makes me kind of sad to see the hustle grind mantras and the mentality yeah, the mentality. Yeah. And just, you know, the, the, the Lamborghinis and the fakeness and the private jets and like all this stuff, like to me, growth is not about money. It's really not like for, for, for me, I have the most amount of fulfillment in my life. And the reason why I feel like I'm truly happy with this is because things are growing and they're leveling up and they're ascending and the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very content with just my money and my lifestyle and where we're at now. I have no desire to have like more types of like things. And so for me hitting that pause button and putting that growth off if any of those other more important things are off in the life, off in your life, I feel like is, uh, critical to being able to be, you know, that, that's what matters most. That's why I like, uh, when I spoke at the huge convention, one of the first slides that I put up on there, as opposed to time being infinitely more valuable than money, I had my daughter with those dots and how many weeks in her 18 years of life she has until she's a grown woman. And like every, every week we fill out another one of those dots to just kind of remind ourselves on what's the, what's the most important thing, which is why I think personal growth is, is ultimately the most important thing that everything else will come with that. If you focus on this first, that will also work itself out. Yeah. Russell, uh, Russell Brunson always says no amount of business success can compensate for failure in the home. 
right? Yeah. So and the true. reason we're so big about family systems is your family is an organization, just like a business. Mm-hmm. It's people and systems. That's what a company is. It's what any organization is. It requires leadership. It requires vision. You should know who you are, where you're going, who the enemy is, who, you know, all this stuff. And people say, uh, we've had people comment before that, uh, well, what you're teaching your kids is just old fashioned, right? Hmm. And I thought that was interesting. And a friend of mine said, Josh, it's not old fashioned. It's ancient. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Timeless. These, yeah. these ideas of identity and all this, these frameworks, I, I personally like to think and do life using frameworks because it's a shortcut and it's a good way to organize your thoughts. But having a strong identity, being a hyper good communicator and having deep relationships with the people closest to you, setting written realistic goals that you actually measure like a living document, these things set you up to become a rocket ship in life. It, not just financially, you, you dominate, you start being a leader, right? Being around big thinkers, you automatically will start thinking bigger. You'll have a bigger impact. And then doing hard things makes it easier to do more hard things. And yeah. it's, it's a loop. That's why this framework is so powerful. And I appreciate you spending so much time with us going through it. Uh, Brandon is going to have to go, but do you have any final thoughts, Brandon, before you hop off? You know, one of the things I love is that you talked about um, teaching your kids this and, and, and going through this, because that's one thing that I think is like so important is these, you know, the frameworks that you mentioned and these types of things, like in, in instilling all these principles and, and, you know, growth goals and, you know, putting that as a priority in your family's life. Um, I just love that you guys have that focus. And I just encourage anyone that's watching this, you know, like just put the, put the, the big rocks in place now and focus on growing your family and leveling your family up and just watch what happens. It's amazing. It'll be very, very good. It will go well with you. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Ashley. Love you both. We'll see you later. Thanks everybody for hanging out. If you watch this whole long thing, uh, or if you're listening to it on the podcast and you want to actually watch it, you can go to my Facebook and and, and see where can the they go there. to get conquer? Because you can go get conquer. Growth. You can go to go.conquernow.com if you want to hang out with cool big thinking maniacs that like to be held accountable every week so they can reach their goals way faster. Conquer is a professional time collapsing program. That's what it does. You mm-hmm. might get there on your own in 27 months. We in Conquer will help you reduce that time horizon, which is awesome. So, Brandon, have a good one. Ashley, see you guys. Bye. Bye. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for The Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on The Growth Vault.